Hello and welcome to the Bicom podcast. I'm Richard Pater, the director of Bicom. This episode is an edited version of a press briefing that was held on November the 8th. Our guest is Ephraim Halevi. Ephraim served for over four decades in the Mossad, culminating in serving as its ninth director from 1998 and 2002. He then went on to serve as Israel's national security advisor. In a long career, his expertise in both intelligence and diplomacy affairs included one of the architects of the Israel-Jordanian peace process with intimate experience in the Palestinian arena. Thank you very much. Um, uh, thank you for the introduction. I was in the Mossad for four decades. And uh, what happened was that I left and then I came back. I was hastily uh, summoned to uh, take over the Mossad when the my predecessor uh, had to resign for uh, an unfortunate incident called the Mashal Affair. Uh, I think uh, we are now uh, um, approaching a moment in which uh, the parties uh, to the present conflict uh, will have to decide uh, how far they can go and how long they can go. And uh, external players on the international scene and uh, principally the United States, which has uh, uh, leapt into the uh, uh, fray and has been a constant support for Israel over the first month, is now contemplating whether uh, uh, because of a variety of uh, developments, uh, it would be uh, not only de desirable from their point of view, but maybe even imperative to have what you call a ceasefire or a, a, a lengthy ceasefire or a short ceasefire, but a ceasefire uh, without any commitments on either side as to what was being discussed during the ceasefire and whether the issue of the Israeli hostages would be uh, treated in a serious manner once there was this uh, hiatus well, of one kind or another. All this is now up in the air. Uh, the Prime Minister of Israel has made it clear that he is opposed to a ceasefire, that we shall continue in the current uh, uh, campaign, which has been uh, quite successful in many ways. And uh, given the fact that uh, the city of Gaza is now encircled, and that the uh, wave of uh, Palestinians in the uh, in the uh, Gaza Strip moving out and down south, as requested by Israel, has uh, resumed. And yesterday, for the first time ever, a large group of several hundred of them uh, marched uh, out of Gaza uh, in the southerly direction, waving white flags. I'm saying this because uh, it, it is obvious now that uh, on the one hand, uh, the uh, Hamas would benefit from a ceasefire in one way or another, and Israel would not better benefit from a ceasefire unless it became clear that there would be a commitment that uh, during this ceasefire, a serious beginning to the exchange of prisoners of war would be contemplated. And this is not the case at the moment. The uh, many uh, efforts that have been made in the last few weeks by various uh, 
uh, mediators, including the latest person to come on the scene, Bill Burns, the director of the CIA, who has been here and has also visited Qatar uh, in a, an effort to get the Qataris to be more active in the role of mediators. And as far as I know, for the moment, there's been no movement on that uh, uh, chain of uh, uh, of uh, contact as uh, it was hoped, possibly by some people here in Israel. And Bill Burns is a well-known figure in Israel. He was an American ambassador to Jordan during the uh, uh, negotiations on the peace treaty. Uh, he is an expert on Middle East affairs. He was the one who uh, mediated the uh, uh, many of the uh, activities uh, involving the uh, JCPOA, the agreement with Iran on the uh, uh, nuclear plans uh, of Iran. And uh, as we all know, when the uh, uh, Ukrainian subject came up, he was a very key figure in uh, being the contact between the United States and uh, Russia. And uh, he was the person who came to Putin just before the uh, uh, hostilities began telling him that uh, everything was known about their plans and would it not be better for the Russians to uh, desist and uh, not to uh, enter the fray. And uh, obviously uh, the Russians were set uh, to go in and to uh, enter a war with Ukraine. I'm saying all this because this is a very, very uh, a complex situation we are now in with various players personalities with uh, a lot of uh, experience but also interests of their own interests of their country the second thing which is now being coming obvious is that after a long period of american support for israel uh, with no conditions attached there's been an uh, uprising in the united states and uh, there have been uh, massive uh, demonstrations supporting the Palestinians, one notably in uh, Washington, D.C., where uh, the uh, crowds that uh, massed uh, along uh, all the key avenues in uh, Washington, D.C., were full of demonstrators. And this has been uh, uh, an element in also uh, uh, moving uh, President Biden to begin to be more uh, uh, intent on getting Israel to enter some kind of a, uh, a ceasefire or a, 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 a shall we say, a, a parley, I don't want to say negotiation with Hamas to bring uh, this uh, uh, war to an end. Uh, I think uh, probably one of the uh, uh, aspects of this uh, is uh, the fact that uh, the uh, President's showings in the uh, in the polls uh, uh, for the United States uh, presidential election next year have shown that uh, apparently uh, the sole issue of the war in uh, in uh, the Middle East and uh, the massive involvement of the United States in this uh, <clears throat> has uh, exacted a, a serious uh, uh, price of, uh, out of uh, uh, President uh, uh, Biden. And possibly uh, this is one of the reasons why he has been uh, uh, trailing in the polls in the last couple of weeks.
I'm saying all this because obviously this uh, issue, this uh, this uh, war in the Middle East, was very untimely from many points of view in the United States, and uh, certainly for the president, who is the mainstay of Israel still till this moment, <coughs> he has not uh, come down forcefully to demand uh, uh, that Israel uh, have a temporary ceasefire. But I think, uh, <clears throat> although uh, the Prime Minister of Israel has declared that he uh, uh, will not agree to a ceasefire in, under uh, any conditions unless the issue of hostages is on the table, and certainly the issue of uh, release of hostages is on the table. So there we have that in the moment. Uh, here, domestically, uh, there are beginnings of rumblings uh, uh, on the uh, domestic scene. Uh, as you probably uh, know, uh, Israel was uh, going through a very difficult period uh, before the war broke out. Uh, we had uh, a, uh, a major uh, uh, domestic crisis, a constitutional crisis. I don't want to go into all the gory details, but uh, obviously it became necessary to, uh, um, should say, to uh, suspend this uh, uh, conflict, internal conflict. <laughs> In the last few days, there have been uh, indications that uh, there is going to be a, some kind of a movement on the judicial reform. It's not clear what it is. Uh, and people are becoming very uh, restless over this. And the, uh, this issue is going to be another uh, complicating uh, uh, aspect uh, in the current affairs. I'm saying all this in order to uh, uh, describe the complexity of the current situation. And I believe that it will be uh, foolhardy for anybody under these circumstances to uh, take the risk of uh, trying to uh, 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 foresee what might be going, ha happening in the next few weeks, either in Israel or on the uh, uh, crisis with uh, Hamas. It should be said uh, that we have had a lot of successes in this uh, uh, recent uh, entry into uh, the Gaza Strip. But it is still not a situation in which uh, Hamas has shown that it is on the verge of collapse in any way. And uh, it might take quite some time before we reach that uh, point, if it is at all we reach that point, uh, in which the Hamas would... Uh, 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 crave uh, ceasefire, and this is not the case. <clears throat> uh, there is also, of course, the wider uh, uh, problems in the Middle East. Uh, we call by King Abdullah of Jordan all the time on Israel to uh, enter a, a short or, shall we say, a suspended uh, uh, ceasefire. And there are others also who are anxious that there should be a ceasefire, like Egypt on our southern border, Jordan on our eastern border. And in the north, we have uh, uh, the uh, Iranians and the Hezbollah uh, of, uh, uh, in Lebanon, who are uh, on the tip of uh, creating an option of uh, entering the fray and uh, launching a war uh, in the north. And as a result of this, uh, 
Israel has had to uh, uh, send up uh, to the north a very large number of uh, its units to be near the border and to be ready to take action at any particular point in time if the uh, the uh, Hezbollah, uh, uh, the leader of Hezbollah, or uh, the Iranians uh, decide that uh, this was the, an opportune uh, moment where they might uh, uh, attack Israel when it is uh, fighting another battle in the south. So uh, if there have not been enough complications to mention the last few minutes, I think uh, I don't want to... Uh, uh, Befog the uh, discussion here. You decide which questions you'd like to raise, what uh, aspects of all this you would like to uh, uh, treat in a more uh, uh, a broader manner. And I'm at your disposal as long as you have the patience to listen to me. Fantastic. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, people want to raise their virtual hand or real hand, and I'll, I'll call on you. Perhaps I could just ask the first question. Um, if you could just expand a little bit on your thoughts of the role that uh, that Qatar is playing, and uh, at the moment it seems that Israel is kind of is is playing playing good cop with them, trying to see as long as they they have any traction over Hamas leadership in terms of a hostage deal. But um, but what's your, what's your assessment of their overall role, and do you think that uh, that approach could change if uh, if it doesn't lead anywhere? Yossi <clears throat> Cohen, um, who was once head of the Mossad has been active uh, in Qatar. And uh, he has said, and all others have said, that the only real uh, 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 possible uh, a mediator in the current situation is Qatar. And that Qatar uh, is acceptable both to uh, us and to the other side. Uh, just to remind you that Qatar still uh, uh, plays uh, uh, a real role in uh, having the leaders of Hamas uh, living in Qatar, uh, Hania lives in Qatar, uh, Masha lives in Qatar, and the Qataris have been uh, traditionally involved in Gaza in the past, being uh, those who uh, uh, brought monthly, a monthly uh, financial support to Hamas uh, to uh, maintain uh, their uh, economy, what it was worth at the time. <clears throat> uh, so uh, everybody who is a uh, uh, involved in this, including Bill Burns himself, who flew to Qatar uh, from Israel to uh, uh, try and uh, move things. I don't know what the result of his mission was. If he has not moved it, I cannot imagine anybody else in the world will be able to move it at the moment. And therefore, Qatar is still the uh, only uh, serious and uh, up to now uh, uh, responsible uh, possible go-between on this matter, but there's no uh, evidence, at least no public evidence <clears throat> of any real movement. How much do you think it is possible to detach Hamas from the wider population of Gaza? And how much do you think the issues in the West Bank and the trust in Fatah will impact what happens inside Gaza? I think that um, to begin with the West Bank, um, hostilities have been uh, uh, going up and down uh, the last few years in the West Bank. There have been uh, confrontations almost uh, weekly uh, with uh, uh, very varying results. Uh, obviously, uh, the um, Hamas uh, is not uh, 
dealing with the West Bank issue at the moment that are now fully consumed with the battle uh, uh, for their survival. And therefore, uh, they are not uh, very, very active in the West Bank as such. But uh, many of the people there who have been responsible for the uh, various incidents over the last few weeks uh, are, have been uh, mainly uh, Hamas people. Uh, and uh, we have uh, arrested a large number of uh, Hamas uh, operatives in the West Bank <clears throat> in recent uh, weeks. Uh, that is one aspect. Secondly, uh, if you want to uh, ask what it is that uh, uh, Hamas could or could not do, as long as Hamas has not uh, somehow received a, uh, a death blow of one kind or another, Hamas will continue to be a very important player uh, in the Middle East. <clears throat> and uh, if Hamas emerges from this uh, current uh, uh, um, conflict with Israel, which they uh, initiated and they carried out and they planned for a long time and uh, they uh, uh, were able to send over 3,000 people across the border within uh, a very short time. Uh, I think that uh, the, uh, the a, a, a body blow to Hamas, uh, which is the obviously the uh, intention of Israel, is going to be very hard to uh, achieve. This does not mean that we are not trying to do this. I think we are trying to do this. And I think we have uh, 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 hit the Hamas very hardly as of the moment we began the uh, the maneuver of uh, land forces into the area. So there are uh, uh, successes that we've had along the road that at a price, by the way, we have uh, uh, many of the, those who have been killed uh, amongst the Israeli uh, army are people of, uh, of, uh, of value and valor, and uh, including one or two uh, uh, not uh, very senior uh, officers, but certainly uh, uh, officers uh, uh, who have a, uh, uh, a status of their own. I don't think this has affected the all, uh, all over uh, uh, um, capability of the IDF. I think the IDF has been performing uh, um, very, very courageously and, uh, and very successfully. But the fact of the matter is that uh, we need more time. And time is a is a uh, a key factor in the situation. Uh, the longer the uh, war uh, drags on, the more uh, uh, the Israel cannot uh, uh, get up one morning and declare victory. Uh, anything else uh, short of that uh, would be a defeat. The first time ever in the history of uh, Israel. That it has been defeated in a war uh, with the any Muslim uh, uh, partner, shall we say, uh, to the war at the time. And uh, we have had uh, wars with Egypt, with uh, much larger numbers of uh, men and equipment involved. Uh, we have had uh, uh, wars uh, with uh, others over the over the years, and. Uh, the fact of the matter is that uh, when it comes to uh, Hamas, 
in, in many ways, they are probably the, the most inferior of all the enemies we have had over the years. Uh, they're incomparable to Egypt, they're incomparable to uh, Iraq, they're incomparable uh, to Syria until, until uh, uh, the Syria entered into a major crisis of its own. And uh, this is a different kind of uh, uh, an enemy, and uh, it's a, an enemy which uh, is uh, determined, or try to be determined, to do anything and everything uh, uh, that uh, is uh, legal and illegal without any uh, um, care of uh, what uh, international uh, law is on uh, warfare and so forth. And this is something which we, uh, obviously Israel does not engage in any warfare which uh, is contrary to international law. And that is also one big difference between us and them. So yes, we uh, can pride ourselves on our, on our uh, uh, conduct in this way uh, in the face of uh, uh, the, uh, the way we were confronted uh, on the, that day of the 7th of uh, October. But nevertheless, uh, <clears throat> the, the proof is in the pudding, isn't it? And uh, the fact of the matter is, we have not yet uh, uh, achieved the uh, major breakthrough that we were hoping to get uh, in a few weeks of time of combat. How and why did the attack by Hamas on Israel succeed? And what does Israel's response mean for the model of deterrence that Israel has used until now? Well, uh, I'll begin with the last uh, last uh, question. Um, we applied the uh, model of deterrence several times in the past uh, with no, uh, no success. Um, after the Six-Day War, which was probably the most uh, successful war we had, uh, besides the War of Independence, which is a, a uh, event on its own, um, we have had uh, successive wars for many, many years, and uh, we, uh, uh, for instance, in the Yom Kippur War 50 years ago, uh, we were uh, surprised we had an intelligence failure then, and now we had another intelligence failure of a different type, and we were able to uh, recover and to uh, ultimately to turn a uh, a uh, a failure and uh, uh, and a uh, uh, a loss of a war, if you wish, uh, to a a second uh, chance uh, about fourteen days after the war began, and we uh, turned the uh, the uh, our luck the other side, and we won the Yom Kippur War. Uh, but I think that uh, it is not uh, uh, useful to uh, indulge in uh, uh, com uh, comparisons when we come to what is going on now. This uh, recent event, which has now been uh, with us for a month, is a unique event in the not only the history of, the, of Israel, but certainly in the history of, uh, of uh, Israel's military capability and prowess. And also, <clears throat> It is also uh, um, uh, very unique, They're not only because we were surprised, we were surprised all, already in the past in the, uh, in the Yom Kippur War, for instance, 
But this is a, uh, a terrorist uh, organization which was able to surprise us and to uh, and to uh, uh, get away almost with hell the way they uh, behaved uh, that first day when they uh, sent over over three thousand people to uh, kill people to uh, uh, to uh, uh, kill them in the most uh, terrible manner uh, to uh, uh, pull their bodies apart. Even today, we have uh, <clears throat> a, a long list of uh, remainders of uh, of corpses and so forth, which have not yet been identified. This is a situation we've never been through before, ever. So uh, we cannot compare this event to any other war we had. It is unique in almost every sense of the word. Uh, and I think that, uh, after all, uh, if you look at it on, 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 on the face of it, you have here a regular army of Israel with a lot of equipment, with a lot of uh, uh, capabilities, with a lot of uh, courage of the uh, units who are involved in the battle. And nevertheless, uh, we are now uh, four weeks into the war. And yes, we have entered the area and we have carried out the uh, maneuver on the ground. And we have been successful in many ways. We are surrounding uh, Gaza, the city of Gaza, on uh, on all uh, and on east, uh, west, north, and south. And uh, we have uh, now today uh, uh, also more intelligence capabilities than we had before we entered the the area itself. And and nevertheless, uh, there is an intention, obviously, to minimize the number of uh, of uh, fatalities, and uh, that is something which is very uppermost in the in the minds of many, uh, because the uh, the initial uh, uh, attack of the Hamas uh, and the hundreds of people who were killed and the others who were uh, taken hostage is uh, unprecedented in the, in our war. I would say even unprecedented in the history of the of uh, military wars in the past uh, uh, when compared to other uh, conflicts like world war wars and things like that so we cannot compare it to anything else and uh, if we look at it uh, in a uh, in a uh, serious manner we have to admit that uh, uh, this is a, a new uh, a very new uh, and a very novel uh, a way of uh, operation by the other part of us. <clears throat> and we are now trying to uh, uh, bring them down. And we have declared that, uh, officially that uh, our uh, aim is to destroy Hamas. And anything less than that will not be a victory. It will be something uh, closer to defeat than victory. So we've set a, 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 uh, a, uh, a, an aim we have publicly stated that this is the aim, and now it's uh, our uh, it's our uh, task to do what we can to uh, show that we are able to uh, achieve the aim that we have uh, uh, announced, uh, not only to the people of Israel but to the world at large. So, how remote is the chance of Iran going overt with its conflict with Israel, and therefore the rest of the West? I believe that one of the successes that we have at the moment is 
that Iran shows no uh, uh, appetite for <clears throat> entering the war, either in the south or in the north. Uh, Iran today is in a different uh, state than that has been for many, many years. It has uh, renewed its relations with Saudi Arabia, uh, in uh, a process which was led by China. Uh, it has uh, uh, policies now which uh, lead it to uh, try and find ways and means of, uh, of uh, changing course in many ways uh, in the Middle East. Not uh, to uh, suddenly to uh, reach a peace with Israel, not yet. But we are at the end of the reign of the present uh, uh, leader of Iran, Khamenei. There are people in the wings who are uh, possible uh, candidates for taking over when he uh, passes into a better world. And uh, among those candidates are people who also would like Iran to move in a different direction. And uh, if uh, the uh, circumstances will allow this, and uh, unfortunately for them, uh, Iran at the moment, uh, as I said, is not uh, anxious to enter the war in the north, and it is not encouraging the uh, Hezbollah to uh, uh, to launch a uh, a war in the north. But there have been uh, skirmishes. There have been uh, uh, um, uh, there been limited combat on the north border. The Iranians have lost over fifty dead as a result of this. And we have evacuated uh, uh, several uh, townlets and villages in the north, so as not to be in the range of their artillery and uh, certain types of missiles. But uh, the general uh, uh, assessment at the moment is that Iran does not want to enter the war and that Hezbollah does not want to enter the war. But it doesn't want to appear as if it is uh, standing by. So here and there, there are uh, lobbing uh, a uh, a uh, rocket of one kind or another, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> that is a a very very important uh, uh, development that we were able and are able to deter them uh, from uh, attacking us now. Uh, we have uh, assembled a very uh, uh, serious uh, uh, capability in the north, which would meet the Iranians uh, head on. And I think that uh, the Iranians are probably aware of this. And in this, we have succeeded enormously, I must say. Uh, and uh, this is a success which we uh, rightly uh, uh, take credit for. Uh, they have not come. I think one of the um, um, disappointments of the Hamas is that the Iranians have not come to their uh, support, that the uh, uh, that the leader of uh, Hezbollah uh, has not, uh, in his recent speech, he gave a speech a few days ago, uh, he clearly uh, 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 did not wish to uh, threaten Israel with going to war. Uh, he said all kinds of other things which are pleasant to hear, but uh, he uh, stepped, he stopped short of threatening Israel with war. So these are succession. These are successes which we are noting, and uh, I think are important. 
very important, very, very engaged. And therefore, there's one other last point I'd like to make. Because I've been saying things which uh, uh, would, uh, uh, could be construed by you as being uh, um, uh, more or less pessimistic concerning the ultimate uh, 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 outcome of this war. What I'm trying, been trying to say is that it's still unclear what how this war will end. A lot will depend on how quick we are uh, in advancing uh, into the uh, into the Gaza, and how quick we are in uh, having uh, uh, serious uh, successes in this war uh, in, in in inside the Gaza Strip. And B, I think uh, it will also be a question of uh, stamina in Israel. And concerning stamina in Israel, I think that the if you are looking at the at the mood in the public, the mood in the public is not a, a mood of uh, of uh, failure. On the contrary, the, the public are, are are proud of the way the IDF is uh, 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 performing. They are proud of the way that the uh, the uh, entry into the uh, into the into the Gaza Strip was uh, affected. They are proud of the way, uh, notwithstanding the events that uh, 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 in which Israel was embroiled in the months before, in an internal uh, uh, issues of uh, uh, constitutional reform and uh, mass massive uh, 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 demonstrations in the streets of Tel Aviv and all major cities in Israel against the government was over 33 weeks prior to the war. And uh, one would have thought that as a result of this, uh, this would weaken A, our resolve, and B, our capability. It has not weakened our resolve. It has not we uh, weakened our capability at all. Uh, but uh, it will take a little more time, I think. Uh, and my message to you is uh, that if I, as I said, uh, my original statements were uh, uh, influenced by uh, uh, events of the moment, then I apologize for that. But I believe that we will, in the end, uh, have a more than just a major chance of uh, getting the upper hand. Ephraim, thank you. You have nothing nothing to apologize for. We appreciate uh, your, your time and patience uh, talking to us all today. Um, very, very useful. Thank you all for joining us. And uh, I hope that was I hope that was useful. And uh, stay tuned. Bike on plan to be doing more more of these briefings in the days ahead. Mm -hmm.